We have been looking at the life of Job yesterday and today, and we're in chapter 31. Job has been living a righteous life, so righteous that even God has recognized and, and asked even the devil, have you seen Job? Have you seen how righteously this guy lives? And the devil says, hey, take all that away from him. Every blessing that you've given to him, take it all away and this guy's going to curse you. So God says, okay, test him. Do anything you want to him, but touch, don't touch his life. And that's exactly what the devil does. And then for the next several chapters, Job is just listing things about his life that he feels like he's done right. I've, 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 he's asking, I've done all these things correctly. Why am I going through these problems? Why am I going through these struggles? And in chapter 31, he started off by saying, I've made a covenant with my eyes. Why then do I look at a young woman lustfully? And then he continues on in verse 7. And he says, If my step has turned out of the path, and my heart has gone after my eyes, and if my spot has clung, if any spot has clung to my hands, then let me sow, but let another eat. Yes, let my offspring, offspring be rooted out. If my heart has been deceived by a woman, or if I have laid wait at my neighbor's door, then let my wife grind for another, and let another, let others bow down before him. Very graphic. For this is a heinous crime. Yes, it is an iniquity to be punished by the judges, for it is a fire that consumes to destruction and would root out all my increase. So from verse 7 to 12, He's basically saying, if I've done certain things wrong, then let certain things happen to me. I deserve it. And he says, if, in verse 9, if my heart was deceived by another woman, if I went after another man's wife, then let my wife also do the same thing. Let, let that happen to me. And he says, let somebody else bow over her, meaning let somebody else sleep with her. If, if that's what I've done, if I've made that mistake somehow in whatever way, let the same thing happen to me. And then in verse 11, he says, for this is a heinous crime. Yes, it is an iniquity to be, pu to be punished by judges. Other translations say, for lust is a, is a shameful sin, a crime that should be punished. It is a fire that burns all the way to hell, and it would wipe out everything that I own. Verse 12 in my translation, it says, for it is a fire that consumes to destruction and would root out all my increase. So in verse 7 to 10, he says, if I've done these things, then let, let my punishment be just. It's fair. Whatever happens to me, let it happen. But then in verse 11 and 12, he, he points out this insight that he has about lust. And he says, lust is a heinous crime. It is a shameful sin that should be judged, a crime that should be punished. And then he says, it is a fire that burns to destruction. It burns to destruction, and it would root out all my increase. Let's focus on verse 12, this, this concept that Job understood about lust. He said, it's a fire that consumes to destruction. The, the lie that lust sells you is that if you just watch this one video, or if you just do this thing, then you'll be satisfied. It, it, you'll be satiated. That hunger that you have will be satiated. And I don't know if you've ever eaten junk food, you know, maybe once or twice you have. And for example, my wife and I, we have this popcorn that we really, I forget the brand of popcorn, but you can't stop eating it. You're hungry, you're eating it. And I feel like you cannot stop 
eating it, it's so good. It's so satisfying. But at the same time, as I'm eating it, I know that this is just sugar. It's not a healthy snack. But there's just something so irresistible about it that no matter how much I eat, I just don't feel full. And I just keep eating and I keep eating. And this is exactly how lust is. It sells us this lie like, okay, I'm hungry. There's a snack available to me. If I eat it, I'll be satiated. But as I keep eating it, I'm my hunger's not going away. It's not a satiating food. That is exactly how lust works. It has this lie, this promise that, hey, if you just give in, just give in, your that desire will go away. Yeah, just take care of yourself right now. Watch this, do this, and it's gonna just get it out of your system. But that is the lie. There is no getting it out of our system. In fact, it is a fire that just grows. As soon as you give in, you realize that you have taken a step further. This is why when we watch porn over a consistent period of time, you'll find out that the porn that you watch later at the toward the end or, you know, after a few weeks or months is a lot heavier than what you started off with. What you started off with was pretty vanilla, right? Subjectively speaking, sure. It it, it might have not been that crazy, But you'll find that as you keep progressing in it, what used to get you off and turn you on no longer does. That desire that you have no longer gets fulfilled. Because what you used to look at doesn't fulfill you anymore and you'll find yourself looking at heavier things. It is a fire that consumes to destruction. There is no end to this. And then he says, it would root out all of my increase. Everything that I've gained it will wipe everything out. This is something that Job realized back then, and I want us to realize this now, that it is a fire that consumes, that will start not only to affect us, but will start to affect our relationships, our work, our focus, our determination, our life. And we will, it'll start to just consume our time and eat up our years. And we're going to look back and look at, look back at our life and say, what did I, what did I accomplish? I've been running like with a parachute behind my back, just trying to fight against something and it's constantly holding me back. And that's exactly what lust does in our life. Not only does it hold us back, but as Job says, it would root out all of my increase. It would wipe out everything that I own. And, you know, you might hear this and be like, oh, it's too extreme. It's not going to do all that. I have it under control. It's not that big of a deal. Once again, you've believed the lie that lust sells. I have believed that lie where, oh, just one more look and it's fine. You know, just one more this or whatever it is. Just let me get it out of my system. That's not how it works. That is not how it works. In fact, getting it out of your system that one last time only tightens the grip that it has on your life. Lust is a heinous crime, a shameful sin that should be punished. It is a fire that consumes to destruction and it would root out all of my increase. Don't fall into the lie that just one more time and I'll be done. Just one more look and I'll be done. After this one, let me just get it out of my system. I'll be done. Whatever that means to for you, you know, you, you know, don't believe that lie. Cut it out now, knowing that if I take the next step, I am not taking a step. It's not a lateral move. It's not a backward move. It's a move forward, deeper into it. And then the next time you're faced with the temptation, you are in a position where you're now deeper into it. You've taken a step already in. That last time was not the last time. It was that a deeper step. 
And then once again, at that point, you're going to say, oh, just one more time. You've taken another step. Don't take a forward step again. Cut it out here. Recognize what it can do to your life, what it will do to your life. It is a fire that consumes not just a little bit here until the wood runs out or until the paper runs out or until, you know, whatever. No, no. It consumes to destruction, to hell in other in other translations. And it would root up everything that you've worked for. It, it, root, it will root up your life. It will destroy your life, your relationships, your work, your time. It's a very serious thing that we have to recognize. We have to have this idea in our mind what this is really about and then deal with it, cut it out. How do we cut it out? Let me not just leave it there on that note of despair and this heavy feeling. No, no, no. We've talked about this before. There are things that we do. The the, the analogy here is to a fire. And the only way the fire grows is if you keep feeding it. If you keep putting fodder, wood, paper, whatever it is into it to keep it going. But if you extinguish it, if you stop feeding it, the fire will die. It will become smaller and fade out. And that is what we need to do. So we need to identify what is it that I am putting into myself that's feeding that flame. Because I can't just keep feeding the flame over here and then complain about how the fire is getting bigger over here. That's usually how it is. Those are kind of distinct things. Things that we're doing in our life, partaking in, shows that we're watching, music that we're listening to, people that we're hanging around, things that we're doing and even not doing. And then we're over here and we're like, how did I fall in? How did this happen again? Well, it's because you keep feeding it over here. So let's analyze. What am I doing over here that's feeding into my lust? Talk about it with a friend. Pray about it. Let the Holy Spirit reveal to you certain things. And it might be very obvious things. It might be very unobvious things. But we have to identify those things and remove them. Cut them out of our life. And last but not least, we have to realize that this is not just a simple thing. This is not just giving into it once or twice. This is something that if it takes root in our life, will destroy our life. And by destroy, you know, I I want to look at it in two ways. It's not just necessarily, oh, you're just going to have a terrible life. No, you will not live the life that you were called to live. And at the end, you will realize that you've wasted your years. You've wasted the, the, the few years that we have here on this earth going after temporal things, lustful things, short term things. Let's leave it at that. You know, I know it's kind of a despairing thing, but we have to realize the gravity of this situation. And realizing the gravity of this situation will help us to determine, okay, I got to make a change. I got to do some things in my life that I got to I gotta change up. I got to stop doing some things. And I got to implement some good behaviors into my life. Let's start off with prayer, with the Word of God. Because like a mirror, it will reveal to us what we need to work on, what we need to change. Amen.